Welcome to DNA Hack, the podcast. This is your host, Lufe Torres. You're listening DNA Hack. Episode number two. Nutrition for life and fat diets. Enjoy. Hi everybody, welcome to episode number two. In this episode we're going to talk about nutrition and how to find a nutrition lifestyle that you can maintain for all your life without extreme diets, without extreme changes, and something that you can feel more energetic, feel full of life, uh, a lifestyle that you find that you're enjoying food, but at the same time, you're becoming healthier day by day. During the last eight years, I have been working as a nutritionist, and I'm going to be close to 100 clients in these last eight years. And when I was looking at number, it was very interesting because I realized that a lot of people have been uh, with me in this journey. And the successes rate actually have been very high. I would say it's a 99%. um, I know just we count the situation, those one who pretty much fail and I talk to them and those one just because uh, they didn't execute the plan but pretty much every single client have been with me uh, have changed their lifestyle and when I said change lifestyle it's everything about knowing what to do that knowing what to do means having a plan so a little summary introduction of what I do with my clients that way you have an idea Uh, what is the process, uh, how I work as a nutritionist with them. And then we're going to talk about what is the main difference between having lifestyle changes in your diet, having a nutrition for life, versus just following a diet or following a trendy topic or just doing extreme scenario uh, where you change everything from one day to another or for a few weeks, or for a few months, just in order to look good for a wedding, for example, or for an event, etc., etc. So to tell you a little bit about what I do with my clients from the first visit is, is as follows. So I make sure that I have only one client per month because the tension, the level of focus on them for me is needs to be on point. I cannot um, have multiple clients per month because I really believe that when you make lifestyle changes in your nutrition you need to understand your client 100% I don't have any pre-structure like you may see another dietitian or nutritionist Uh, I don't have any plan and I told them that is the easy part I won't tell you what to eat specifically I don't tell you what food to eat Uh, that is an easy part where you can just google it and see different focus more important for me is 
the education and the knowledge you might have uh, from the past and what you need to know for the future in terms of being in control of your own nutrition lifestyle. So after our first visit and trying to understand my clients and reading their food logs, etc., etc., I really try to focus it. What is the re- what is the relationship that they have with food, right? What they have done in the past that haven't worked, uh, what has been successful, the prime times of of their body, the level of activity they have, what kind of training they're doing, uh, and all those different elements and different variables that are going to make the nutrition different from one individual to another. So what I have found most most of the cases is that they have been trying everything. And when they come to me, they have already gone to dietitian, a doctor, friend, like par- pyramidal scheme, uh, companies, etc., etc. And they, they're pretty much lost. They, they feel confused. They they feel like they're different. They feel like they will never change. They start even blaming their their genetics, uh, their 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 ancestor and and the type of of body they have. And it's when I told them that I I, I tell them everybody that uh, that is not correct. Uh, maybe the only thing you're missing here most of the time is just education. You don't know what is happening in your body when you eat certain kind of food you don't know what to eat at a certain time you don't know why you're eating you don't know why you should be eating or why you shouldn't be eating now an important subject here is the type of training they're receiving most of my clients they're doing the type of training that i suggest to to prescribe for them so it's way easier to control that variable because training um Barriers as well the way that you f- uh, fuel your body right uh, we're not talking about um, different time frames or or uh, different methodologies more than that is what your metabolism is receiving uh, after training so with the program we had in, uh, in my gym uh, specifically all the metabolic changes are going to come afterwards with the epoch right with exercise post-oxygen consumption. So that is when your metabolism is going to increase maybe 30-40% daily compared to just running on a treadmill for 30 minutes, one hour, where you're spending calories, but your metabolism is the same or hasn't changed too much. So uh, a side note is telling you to my listeners that, of course, it's way more easy when I know what type of training they're doing because that's another variable I need to define with them if they're just doing certain type of training that they think that they're using everything and the only thing they're doing is just running and, and a little bit of rowing or or something that you already, your body got used to it uh, or it's not so intense for them or you have been doing for a long time you're not doing anything else than just walking in the park with all the respect for people walking in the park, right? Uh, your body doesn't change any, doesn't feel any difference between walking in the park uh, and just running for 30 minutes at very low intensity. So um, training is key for sure. And people are not training with me and, and calm. I try to even like give um, a free training 
uh, monthly uh, with with the program that way they, they can see what is the approach that they need to have so when i i pass that, that portion of what is your activity life is when i start to educate in them right and this is the, the the main problem here this is the the major issue people are not educated about the topic people don't know anything about nutrition and when i say i don't know anything about nutrition i'm talking about very simple things from cycles in your in your uh, body uh, basic metabolism um, basic concept of nutrients from macronutrients micronutrients how many molecules are uh, complex carb have and a simple carb have and what is the difference between high glycemic index low glycemic index what is the difference between sugars from fruits and sugar from processed food etc uh, etc et so simple things uh, and from there we go into more complex things depending on the person i have in front of me if it's a person more knowledgeable i can just end up talking about gluconeogenesis so how to and make sure that you have more glycogen in your muscle after training, things like that. So I, I accommodate my language for sure and adequate my, my education for the person I have in front, but that takes me time. And that time uh, is rewarding at the end of the day, at the end of the month, because the person is going to know way more. Uh, and that is the big fall uh, of these diets or trending trends because people are just looking for this magical formula and i tell them that that magical formula magical pill magical recipe it doesn't exist but real raw knowledge exists for sure okay and this point you were wondering okay but what is a lifestyle change diet versus just a trendy diet right or a fat diet so a lifestyle something that you can maintain all your life and this is what I believe, and I really try to educate to everybody and try to transfer to everybody. It's a lifestyle that you feel good 365 days of the year. You look good all the time, at any time, at any moment uh, during the year. So for me, that's a successful diet, uh, if you want to call it like diet. For me, it's a lifestyle. And that is a, I will try to encourage everybody who is listening now um i have tried everything too at some point in my life um, and then you start getting more educated about it and you can start seeing like what works for you what doesn't work for you what was um a, just a fad what was just a uh, a business um a strategy of selling you something and what's not and it's as easy as to see the just search on google and see the top fat diet and you're going to see all this atkinson the ketogenic low carb diet the paleo diet in the zone etc 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 and those are now like more than pre-packaged um, methodologies or stereotype of, of food to eat that um, it doesn't apply it doesn't fit all uh, and you are going to see why because you cannot maintain that rhythm if for example the low carb diet you cannot be just eating low carb for all your life and the problem is this the time that you get a little bit out of that low carb you're going to get all the balance effect of your fat um, or, or your body is going to receive that and you're going to store that in your fat deposit so things like that the same having with and just i'm not just naming a few but they get genic, you know it's a, it's a new trendy over there, in the, especially in the fitness industry. 
uh, to be in ketones, you know. But I can tell you, I have had like several cases in my own gym of people they have done that, and I have told them before to not do it, and more because of the wellness, because of the health portion of that. And they come months after telling me that, yeah, they look probably uh, a little bit slimmer, you want to call it like that, skinnier. Um, but they have now the, chole- the cholesterol is on the roof, and they ha- they may have now problems in, in their heart um, or some, some heart disease when in 20 more years. So that is where you can see answering the same question. When it's a lifestyle approach, you will feel good and you will look good. And this podcast is everything about that, how you can perform, look good, and at the same time feel good 24-7, whole year round, and not just for a specific uh, event, right? Education is key in all this. So going back to my clients, after I understand the psychology, the relation with the food, education, I just try to put them in every single scenario. Because other misconception that we have is that we think that we are active. But let me tell you, especially American citizens, uh, we are not very active. If we just even train one hour per day, we have another 23 hours of the day that if we're not like walking from our job to to school or to to our houses and going to a, a bike ride afterwards and playing some sport in the, in, at noon or whatever whatever time um let me tell you you're not being an active person okay uh you're training yeah which is great and that can um, uh, level the situation a little bit but we're still being in a sedentary life compared to a really active life which um I can tell you what what it is because at some point I had this very active life also. The thing is, we training, uh, and this can can be another topic, another another podcast episode. We with some kind of training, you can manipulate so well, you can program it, and you can structure so well. Your metabolism can be inflated another 40 percent per day, and which is a great thing because then you're maximizing your time. Um, so think about that also. Your training time cannot be wasted. You cannot just be doing things because, okay, I do a checklist. I'm going to move a little bit my legs. I'm going to do a little jog. Uh, no, you're just still in the sedentary um, definition. At that point, maybe you are, you're breathing a little bit harder. But in the overall picture of metabolism, your life hasn't changed at all. So... Important for for me when I approach this client is to know where they are at first. So what I start doing is a body composition, and I try to make it very objective at, at this point, uh, very scientific. I see how much body fat they have in their bodies, uh, how much percentage, how much pounds of fat they have in their bodies, how much lean mass they have in their bodies, and I do this through um, a skin caliper, just um, body composition through skin calipers and between four to seven folders in their body. Uh, When I have more, um, I would say, more interaction with the clients, they want to be more specific, and I have more confidence with them, I might be able to do more skin folders because it's a very, you know, like one-on-one situation. Uh, But at least I I try to have four to seven skin folders 
and they will have a reference of how your body look like. After that, I already analyzed the entire diet day by day, what they do, uh, if they have different variables, let's say person X, uh, one day super active, the other day super inactive, and the other day uh, that person was sick, you know, or the other day the person is going to be in vacation. So I try to minimize those variables and try to first make a routine. And if it's, if it's impossible to make a routine, we'll have your lifestyle of nutrition for your profile A and then your profile B and maybe your profile C. And then we're going to play with those uh, profiles. So in other words, I you cannot be eating the same every day in terms of um, numbers because your lifestyle changes well. You might have a very active life and then maybe you need to eat double that day or the timings are going to be totally different. So that is one thing. After 15 days, I retake the body composition and that is very important for me because in those 15 days, I can see a trend. And then the trend most of the time is positive, but I make sure, especially with the people I have in the gym, that they're not losing muscle. Because losing muscle for me is the big investment that you can have and it's way easier to lose fat. You can lose fat in one week if you do it right compared to gain muscle. You can, maybe in one year, you can make some gains in your muscle compared to what you can uh, lose in, in one one week of, of muscle mass. So uh, in those 15 days, help me to see the trend, if it's positive, if the body, if, you, if that person is dropping fat, and at the same time, making sure that is maintaining the muscle mass or even gaining muscle mass, which is great. And after 30 days, everything goes well. If we need to tweak at that point, I tweak a little bit the, the diet. And the day number 30, uh, we have a trend. And most of the time, is between 1% to 4% of, of uh, drop in the in the fat percentage and increasing from 1 pound to maybe 5 pounds, super active people, uh, of, of muscle mass. Sometime you're going to be in the same weight, which is not important in this case. The important is how your body compo- composition changed, right? How your lines change, how you're looking more toned, uh, you're you're feeling better in your clothes, etc., etc. That is one thing. The physique, how look you, how how feel you good with your look. The second one is the energy levels, and this is becoming more and more an issue for me because I'm looking for my 50s, my 60s, my 70s, etc., etc. A person who is 50 maybe is thinking in the 80s. A person who is 60 in the 90s. I'm looking for the long term. You need to have a diet, uh, and I repeat that I don't like that word. More for me, it's like nutrition, lifestyle, nutrition that allows you to be, to have energy. And that is where I have this big issue with people who just uh, do a certain kind of diet for a certain event because I know they don't have energy. I know that they are not in their prime. I know that they're just so extreme that their body is suffering the consequences. Or an example of oh, a bodybuilder, for example, they just prepare for the event, but they are do they are doing horrible things in for their bodies in the way, uh, not getting water. Uh, very low carb or extreme carbs just to to look one day of the year in the best prime ever that is something that i don't accept uh, and that is how i approach nutrition for me is looking good feeling good and performing good the whole year now after those 30 days most of the time 
the goals of people change. They feel like their body changes are looking great, but now they feel like they want to do more, right? They want to perform better in gym. They want to live heavier. They want to have better performance. So then it's when it's, it's, it's so magical to see where people just came for physique, but they have it now. And they realize that that's not as important as how you feel. And the feeling is when we work on with with a approach of how now food is going to give you more fuel and you're going to have, you're going to still have your beautiful physique, you're going to look great all year, but also you're going to start to feel better and better and better. And this is the great thing of the lifestyle changes because who knows, maybe we need to add more calories to your diet. We need to add more carbs. We need to add more protein. We need to add more more fat at some point of your on, on your meals. Uh, and then you realize that you can pretty much eat everything uh, because now you have the knowledge. You know when to eat. You know that there's days that you're going to be more active and that the days are going to be less active. But you're going to be manipulating the situation because you have the knowledge. So for me, knowledge is the power here. That is the, the, the main thing you should be looking for when somebody talks to you about, oh, I just hear about this new diet. Oh, I just hear about this new book. Oh, this worked for me. This this I tried this for a few weeks and look at me. There's no magical formula, but there's like limitless resources in terms of education. And that's I'm going to be striving for. I'm going to give you every day. So to start wrapping out this episode, I'm going to give you a top 10 tips of nutrition where you know that you're doing a lifestyle changes versus just following a trend fat diet that is not going to give you anything in exchange and you're not going to nowhere so tip number one how you feel if you're feeling better with what you're doing even if it slowly changes just keep doing that that is something basic to follow because it's just a feeling if you're eating something uh, or you have a day that you eat something or a week and you're feeling horrible don't keep doing it it's just so simple tip number two you're depriving yourself of some elements of some foods of some nutrients don't keep doing it because at that point you're doing a fat diet or extreme diet that's not going to be sustainable in time you're going to have that craving for that specific food and at some point you're going to eat not only double or triple but also your body is going to store everything as fat so tip number two just eat everything your body wants um just in moderation your body's smart your body knows if you're craving for something for it's because there's some nutrient in that food that your body needs tip number three listen to the professionals even though your neighbor, you love your neighbor and tell you something like she's on television or somebody who you just met is telling you this magical formula, please do not believe it. And if you want to believe it, at least do some research about it. So tip number three, listen to the professional and then try to reach about what those professionals have done. And more important, see how they look. Because that's a huge thing. If they look that the body doesn't, you don't want to have, you might not want to listen to that specific professional. Tip number four, be accountable. 
So make sure that you have measurements, you have numbers, you have body composition, and that way you can correlate this information, those, this data, from day number one, number 10, number 20, etc., etc. And this doesn't become any subjective issue, subjective matter, and it's very precise. That way you will know what is happening from the accountability side. Tip number five, enjoy the food. Even though you're doing changes in your lifestyle, you don't have to stop eating what you like because pleasure in the food is a psychology effect. It's something that our instinct is telling us what to do. And you feel the pleasure of eating what you like. So whatever professional you're working with, he needs to be or she needs to be close to what your likes are and what is appealing to you. Otherwise, it won't work as a lifestyle change. Tip number six, be consistent. Nothing will change drastically if you have a lifestyle changes. So let's give you a try at least 15 to 30 days and see a trend. Even if it's small changes, it's like investing. If you see small changes day by day, month by month, in the long picture, in the big picture of 5, 10, 15, 20 years is going to be a huge change for you. Tip number seven, come back to high school. Um, not literally, but go back to the basic of biochemistry, the basic of chemistry, the basic of physiology, and understand how your body works. If you understand how your body works, you have high chances to understand how the food is going to make changes in your lifestyle. Tip number A, try to cook your own food. Cooking your own food, it will give you a sense of accountability as well and a sense of control of what you're putting in that food. Sometimes we think that we eat the same food. Let's say example of the of rice. You go, but you go to a restaurant and you know that rice has been cooked with a lot of um, oil, with um, they put a lot of salt, or not, what kind of rice is, etc., etc. But knowing what you're cooking, knowing and picking and choosing the specific condiments and a specific ratio ratio of the food, you're going to be under control. So if it's time to decide between ordering something outside and a restaurant versus you cooking, always go for the cooking option. Tip number nine. This is very important. Do not ever trade muscle mass for losing weight. So if you or anybody's tricking you and telling you that you're going to lose 10 pounds in two weeks and you're seeing the result and you're losing 10 pounds, don't feel yet that you have done the work because you can easily lose 10 pounds of muscle and that is not a good thing for your body. It will take you years to come back to the 10 pounds of muscle. And also you're not doing any favor to your joints, any favor to physique. You're not going to look good no matter what, you're just going to be skinny fat. So do never, never ever trade muscle mass for uh, weight. Weight loss is different than fat loss. Always strive for fat loss and you're just simply water or muscle mass. And finally, tip number 10, everything about mindset. It is never too late to start. If you have already tried everything, don't feel like you already lost the battle. There's always a good start. I assure you, if you're guided by 
good professionals, you have the education, you start knowing your body, feeling your body, understanding how it works with the appropriate guidance and support, I assure you, you're going to find your path and you're going to change your life for good. Okay, listener, this is everything I have for episode number two. We're going to keep talking about nutrition in the future. This was a very general idea, the way we are connected. And you understand that nutrition for lifestyle is way different than trendy or changes that you do uh, for phases or for days or for weeks. So please stay tuned. I hope you enjoy this episode and I see you in episode number three. Thank you for listening. And remember to follow the DNA Hack podcast on Instagram at DNA Hacking. Goodbye.